Thanks for downloading or purchasing this sermon from Christchurch Forward. To find out more, visit forwardchurch.co.uk or join us on Sundays. Well, good morning, and let me add my welcome. My name is Pete Scammon. I'm the Associate Vicar. It's great to see you here this morning. I wonder if you've ever had that really embarrassing experience when you're eating a jam donut, and as you eat it, without, without realizing it, a bit of jam just gets on your face, and you don't even know it. And um, oh, Hi, Gareth. Morning. Um, All right. Hi, everybody. Oh, uh, so, um, Gareth, have you seen on your, on your face there? Have you, what, here? Uh, no, no, uh, that side. I think, I think you should probably go check the mirror. Just, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, how embarrassing. It's a bit, it's a bit embarrassing. Uh, well. Or uh, imagine you've, um, you've slept through your alarm and uh, you're woken up in a rush, you're late and you're, you're getting your clothes on and without realising it, things are a little bit back to front and you walk out and it'll uh, be a little bit... Uh, oh, uh, morning. Um, morning, table. high five. Um, uh, is that... Do you think... I, I, think you've, I think you've got your hoodie on backwards. I think, I think you should go back and look at the mirror before you leave the house again. <laughs> a little bit embarrassing. Um, well, it, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? If, if we don't see ourselves properly, if we don't look in the mirror, then it's a bit embarrassing. Uh, people think we're a bit silly. Um, now, it, it doesn't really matter that much when it comes to jam or to hoodies. People might laugh at us if we don't see ourselves properly, but it doesn't really matter. But there are some things in life if we don't see ourselves properly, they matter a very great deal. I'm not talking about jam or hoodies. I'm talking about things that uh, we think in our hearts, things that we say, attitudes that we have. I've got uh, some things written down here on a post note, things I've thought about myself uh, in the last couple of days. I've got written down here, pride. Sometimes I've got that stuck on me, I don't even see it. I have a bit of anger, perhaps, don't even see that, but it's on me. Selfishness, don't see that, but it's, it's there. Maybe a bit of gossip, don't see that, but it's uh, there. Maybe a bit of bitterness hanging around. Grumpiness, yeah, that's also there. Self-centeredness, maybe that's there. I'm getting a bit full here, aren't I? Keep going. Um, loveless, envy. That's just me after a week. And um, often we walk around thinking that we're fine, some bits are falling off. Um, and we haven't looked in the mirror and seen what we're like. Not jam and hoodies, but our hearts, our attitudes. And that matters a very great deal. You see, in our reading, we heard about at that moment when Jesus was on a cross. And he had on either side of him two criminals. And the first criminal just didn't get what was happening. He was mocking Jesus, shouting at him. But the second criminal... Well, he saw things clearly. And he said something very important. If you have our reading, verse 41, the second criminal said to the first, don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve. You see, the second criminal saw the truth about himself. He said, we are getting what we deserve. We're covered in wrong things and we deserve to die. And most important of all, the criminal said, don't you fear God? He saw that he was not good enough for God. Uh, Imagine uh, meeting the queen. Here's a picture of the queen. And uh, if you're going to meet the queen, then uh, you want to 
put on a good show. Don't you want to kind of brush your hair, have a shower, look clean and presentable? You might even put on your best clothes. So you put on your best jacket. Because you want to look good for the queen, don't you? So um, you put it on. You want to cover up the bits that aren't, you know, so presentable. There we go. And I'm ready to meet the queen. A nice jacket. And uh, I can meet her and look very smart and presentable. And, and it might work for the queen. She might just think, oh, there's Pete. He, he looks okay, just about. A little bit scruffy, but he's not too bad. It works for the Queen of England. But you see, we, we can't cover up what we're really like for the King of Kings, the King of the whole world. For he sees beyond our, our clothes and our exteriors, and he sees, well, he sees the hearts, our attitudes, what we think. And so that second criminal, well, he was right when he said, don't you fear God? Because he saw the truth about himself in that moment. He saw that he had done wrong things and that before the king of kings, well, he should be afraid for how he's lived. And so he saw the truth about himself. And I wonder, on this Good Friday, what do we see as we look at the events of the cross? I wonder if we look in the mirror well, you wouldn't see me, I hope not. But I wonder when you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see on this Good Friday? Do you see a good person with a nice shiny exterior? Or do you see the truth about yourself? The first criminal didn't get it. He had no idea what was going on. The second criminal, he said, don't you fear God. He saw the truth about himself. And I wonder if we do too. Well, it's Good Friday, and we're back again at the foot of the cross 2,000 years ago, and we've got Jesus in the center on a cross, and beside him, two criminals, all three men dying on a cross. And what should we see as we look at this scene in front of us on this Good Friday? Well, again, the second criminal has it right. In our reading from the Bible, verse 41, the criminal says... Speaking about Jesus next to him on the cross, he says, but this man has done nothing wrong. As we look at this scene, we see two guilty men and one innocent man in the center, a man who has done nothing wrong. Jesus is the only one who's lived a completely perfect life. He's got no sticky notes, if you like, on him anywhere. But there's something else as well about This man at the center, verse 42. Then the criminal said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. This criminal looked at Jesus dying on a cross and he saw a king dying on the cross. And not just any king, but a king who has a kingdom that will last forever beyond death in this life through into eternity. The most extraordinary king ever. In other words, this criminal turns and sees the truth about Jesus on that first Good Friday. But if Jesus is an innocent man, if he is this extraordinary king of the whole world forever, what's he doing dying on a cross next to two guilty criminals? It doesn't make any sense. You see, it's not fair. Innocent people shouldn't get in trouble. Innocent people shouldn't have to die on a cross for things they didn't do. So why is this innocent king 
on a cross. Well, this is why. Uh, we've, got, we've got a king here this morning. Um, just to clarify, this isn't Jesus. Uh, this is Tom. Morning, Tom. He's one of our trainees. Um, but he's good at wearing a crown, so we got him back up to wear a crown again. Uh, so just imagine 2,000 years ago, this is what happens on a cross. We have King Jesus wearing the crown that he'll wear forever. And look, he's perfect. No sticky notes on him anywhere. He's lived the perfect life forever. But he's dying on a cross, arms stretched out. And what's happening? Well, he's being covered with the sin of the world. All the things, well, they kind of stick, don't they? All the things that we've done, the thoughts, the selfishness, the the envy, the bitterness, the anger, the gossip, all these things. He's bearing them all, taking them onto himself. And so this innocent king, well, he is being punished, taking the blame that we all deserve for how we've lived, and he is dying the death that we deserve in our place. It's right to fear God because God will judge sin. And on the cross, King Jesus experienced that himself as he died. Uh, And so on this Good Friday, I wonder what we see as we look back at this scene 2,000 years ago. Do we see the truth about Jesus? Ah, Thank you, Tom. You can grab a seat again. Do we see the truth about Jesus? He is a king, an innocent king, who died on a cross. He's not just a, a good guy who stepped in to help out. He is the one who has come to save the world. When we see Jesus like this, well, it's, it's incredible to think that he would take our place and take our blame on himself. But it gets even better because kings, well, they have kingdoms. And speaking of kingdoms... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for that popular game show, Who Lives in This Kingdom?, with our very own host, Dwayne Twinklesmile. Hi there, folks. It's great to see you. My name's Dwayne Twinklesmile, and my teeth gleam because I keep them clean. Uh, Welcome to that popular game show, Who Lives in the Kingdom? The rules are simple. I'm going to show you a kingdom, and if you think you know who lives there, put your hand up. We're going to have this side against that side. If you get it wrong, I'll hand it over to the others. Here's our first kingdom, the kingdom of Equestria. Does anybody know who lives in the... Over here. Let's see if you're right. It's my little pony. Well done. There's one point to this side. Here's our second kingdom. See if you can... Who lives in the kingdom of... Not yet... Who lives there, though? Aslan. Yes, you could have had a number of people, but Aslan was the big one on my picture. Well done. That's one all. Everything's still to play for. Here is my next kingdom, the Mushroom Kingdom. Who lives in the Mushroom Kingdom? Yes, Meg, you have your hand up over there. Mario Brothers, it is indeed. You could have had a number of people, the folk chasing him there. Um, Here's my next one. This one is to sort the men out from the boys. Who lives in the kingdom of Zamunda? No, not the Lion King. Not the Muzumundans. Yep. Very good. It is Eddie Murphy and it is Prince Akeem who lives in it. The men from the boys. It worked. 
Uh, so two points to this side, one point to that side. Oh no, is that right? Three points, three points. Oh no, you've lost, you've lost. Okay, the last one, to, sort of, to finish it all off. This is the kingdom of Oz. Up there. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz. You could have had the Wizard. You could have had the Tin Man. You could have had any of those there. But well done. It's three points to this side, two points to this side. It's been great to see you, but it's been even better for you to see me. Well, thank you, um, I think, um, <clears throat> Gareth. And so for one last time, we are back on Good Friday at the foot of the cross. What do we see? You see, kings live in kingdoms. Uh, I, I wonder, we've got a picture on the screen here that comes up. I wonder if anyone knows where this place is. Anyone know where, where yeah, um, yes. It's in London, exactly. And whereabouts in London particularly? Anyone else? Yep. It's Buckingham Palace, exactly. The Queen lives in Buckingham Palace. Has anyone here been to see Buckingham Palace? Hands up, anyone? Yeah, uh, lots of us has been to see. Now, but has anyone been inside Buckingham Palace? There are a few people have been inside Buckingham Palace. I must ask you afterwards how. Because in my experience, when you go to Buckingham Palace, you can't just rock up at the gates and say, let me in. You have to have a special invitation from the queen or someone who works for the queen. She has to let you in to her place, her palace where she lives. You see, kings and queens, well, they have kingdoms and they have palaces. They have places where they live. And the king of kings, this innocent king, is no different. He has a kingdom. And it's a wonderful kingdom. But how do we get into his kingdom? You see, we can't go to Buckingham Palace and just say, well, let me in. How much more can't we say to Jesus, you know, I'm going to walk into your kingdom. It doesn't happen that way. But look at what the criminal says one last time. Verse 42. Then he, the criminal, said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. In other words, Jesus, please, if there's any chance after this is all over, when you've come back to life and you're, you're seen as being the king that you already are and you, you're in your eternal kingdom, is there any chance that you can let someone like me into your kingdom? It's an outrageous request from a criminal dying on a cross. But look at what Jesus says, verse 43. I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. The unthinkable has happened. The king says, yes, you can come into my eternal kingdom. After all the criminal has done, covered in his guilt, Jesus says, yes, you're welcome to come in. Not because of what the criminal had done, but because of Jesus dying in his place. This was a terrible day for the criminal. He did die on a cross because he was a guilty man. But it was the best of days for this man too because it was the beginning of his life forever with Jesus in his kingdom. What a day for that criminal. On this Good Friday, I wonder what we see as we look at these events 2,000 years ago. Do we see the truth about God's kingdom, about heaven? 
Because there is a king who now sits enthroned in his kingdom in heaven. And the offer is there for each of us to come into his kingdom. But we have to ask the king if we can come in. We can't just waltz in through the gates because we're not clean. But the invitation is there. Good Friday was a wretched day. A day when the innocent king, Jesus, died a brutal, terrible death on the cross. But it is also the most extraordinary, wonderful day because it is the day that makes it possible for people like us to be welcomed in to heaven and into God's eternal kingdom where we will be with him forever. What do we see on Good Friday? If we're trusting in Jesus, if we've seen that uh, we're not good people, if we've seen that he has died in our place, and if we've accepted his invitation, then rejoice today on Good Friday. But I wonder if there's some here today who've never really seen Good Friday like this before. You haven't seen the truth about yourself, perhaps, or about Jesus or, or, or the future. Why not take time to look carefully at Jesus? You can do that over this weekend. Come back. We have lots of services happening over the next few days. So come and chat to me afterwards. And there'll be details of a course that Tim I will mention in a few moments. Well, there is a kingdom, a wonderful kingdom. And our next song reminds us all about King Jesus and his wonderful kingdom for those who trust in him. Do you stand as the music begins? <laughs>